Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah 823. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiyismach at take10fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Fabel Yitzchak, Ben Aftali, David, Zechona, Levracha. Today is the 10th day of Teves, the fast of Teves, which we discussed. There's a long debate about what exactly the reason is for why we fast today, but it's definitely related to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. But what I wanted to talk about today is something I think is more important. Why do we fast in the first place? Why is fasting the reaction that we have to these negative things? What is the goal of a fast day? And I post this a few hours into the fast day, so I really know what I'm talking about. Um, so let's begin with the Mishnah and Tainus. The Mishnah and Tainus talks about some of the times that they would fast. The Mishnah refers to here, the focus of the entire Masechta, is fasting over there not being enough rain. So obviously Israel is an agrarian society, definitely in the time of the Mishnah it was, and you need rain to make all of that work, all of that happen. There isn't enough rain, then uh, nothing, nothing is doing. So if there wasn't enough rain, they would have a progression of fasts. The righteous would fast, then everybody would fast, and then the severity of the fast would increase, so that you could be fasting, you know, uh, over a dozen times in the course of a season, waiting for it to rain. How would the fasts go? So the Mishnah tells us, say uh, their tiniest ketzad, what would they do? They would bring out everything from inside the shul into outside in the street, and they would have the leaders there, they would put ash on their heads, there would be this very visual element of it, and then finally, the zakain, the elder, would tell them, listen, everybody, achenu lo nemar ba'anche ninveh. It didn't say in the story of Nineveh, the famous story with Yonah that we read in Yom Kippur, and Nineveh and the tshuva that this Gentile city did, it does not say there that he saw their ash, their, their ash and their sackcloth, the trappings of fasting, and the fasting itself. He saw their deeds because they actually had, had responded to the stimulus, and they had become better people. They had changed. And that's the idea we also are going to see in a moment. Pasuk in Yoel, it says, V'kiru levavchem, tear your hearts and not your clothing. So there are the trappings of teshuva, and then there's the actual meat and potatoes of teshuva. The question is, what is fasting? Where does fasting come in that, uh, on that spectrum? What does it do for us? And I apologize for the meat and potatoes metaphor. Not the best day for it, but you know where my mind is. And so, these psukim, the psukim in Yoel, we find again the idea of fasting. Remember, in the Torah, it doesn't say a lot about fasting. It talks about in regard to Yom Kippur, the fast that we're familiar with or in response to the Beis HaMikdash. That's because we have psukim that indicate, not necessarily in the Torah, but most uh, definitely in Navi, the idea that we're supposed to respond to these tragedies with fasts. Tzom Haravi, Tzom HaChamishi, Tzom HaShvi, Tzom HaAsiri, the famous four fasts referred to by the Navi, the prophet Zechariah, referring to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, and also fasting in general crisis. There's an idea of fasting a ta'anis chalom. A person thinks something bad is happening to them. They feel like, you know, some, some future event is going to go bad. A dream creep them out, freak them out. And so you fast in response. Let's try to understand that. So, the Psukim and Yoel say, Vigamatanum Hashem. This is in Parak Bays, um Pasagud Bays in Yud Gimel. You should come Bukhalavchem Ubitsom Uvivchi Uvimispade with eulogy and serious speeches and with fasting and with crying. But again, Vikirulavchem Yalbigdechem. You're supposed to specifically focus on tearing your hearts and not your clothing. Okay, so what does it mean to tear your heart? So there's Goran Brachos, that Rav Sheshas, Kshayoshiv Batinas, when he would sit and fast, 
He would say the following thing at the end of his Shmon Asra. He would say, When the Beis Hamidash stood, A person would sin, and what would he do? He would bring a carbon, he would bring a sacrifice. And he would sacrifice something of himself, of his property, and it would be a, a symbolic atonement. He would get the point, and he'd be able to carry on and move on. And if you think about it, the carbon, the way it worked is he took some fats and he took some blood and uh, you know, it, it atoned. There was enough of a sacrifice on behalf of the person to achieve that atonement. So if Shesha says, I am sitting in fast. I am losing my fats, my blood, meaning I'm, I'm suffering over here because I'm not eating. He wrote some Lofanecha Shei Chelbi Vidamish in Ismait, Kiilu Hikravtiv Lofanecha Al Gabi Hamasbach Vatertsani. May my sacrifice, my actual physical, personal sacrifice, have the same effect as that of the Karbanos. And so the first, I think, approach to fasting is fasting as carbon. We are literally sacrificing of ourselves, our calories. You know, maybe uh, that should be the atonement diet plan. We should figure out a way to market this, that the actual fasting is atoning for you in that it is another method, like carbonos, it's another method of sacrifice. Or Yonah says, You know, fasting is a by-choice decision that we make to pain ourselves. Who knows, God forbid, there might be reasons that we deserve some sort of pain or suffering or punishment. And here we are trying to control how that happens. And that might be what fasting is all about. So Rabbeinu Yonah suggests that fasting is the alternative for Yisurim. So it's sort of opt-in Yisurim. Yisurim means uh, the subjugations, the travails that a human might have to undergo. We choose on this day to make this day about those Yisurim. So a person has to be focused on the fast. And when you're feeling terrible and you get that caffeine headache, you're thinking about the fact that, you know, may this be the Yisurim, the, the, the subjugation, the difficulty that I deserve, and may this be instead of all of that. So one idea might be this idea of sacrifice. One idea might be this idea of Rabbeinu Yonah, of the uh, choice of where here we're dictating the terms of our Yisurim. But of course, there's the actual introspection. The Rambam says, There are days that we look throughout, you know, we, we, we notice on days of historical importance where bad things happen in order to inspire those, he says, to inspire them to change, to remind us what it was, he says, that got us into this mess in the first place. What were the sins? And so it's a focused introspection. And this is hard, because I think the Rambam is what's quoted the most often over here. It's a focused introspection. And very often we respond, I, I, I can't introspect. I'm, I'm just too hungry. I'm too hungry. I can't do it. They say for Hasidim, says further, he says that the goal of Tanis, let's say before a bad dream, I'm sorry, after a bad dream or something like that, is he says, Laose Teshuva im Hatanis, a person who does Teshuva. So he gives a story, he tells a story about a uh, particular Jew. He said uh, he witnessed a bad dream on the ninth day of Tishrei. He goes and he fasts on the ninth day of Tishrei and then on the uh, uh, Yom Kippur, on the tenth day of Tishrei. Two days of fasting, unbelievable. This guy is such atonement. Harishne Yom Valayla. Right, two days and a night. Veloha ilulo says the Sefer Chassidim. It didn't work. Whatever that means. Because the goal of this dream was that he actually look at his behavior. 
The goal is maybe to stop eating so that you're not distracted, to look inwardly, but not just to look inwardly and to feel hungry, but to think about what it is we can change, what it is we can work on. And it's interesting, he points out, and this is fascinating, he says, when a person is fasting, a person shouldn't be what's called nowadays hangry. You know, you get hungry and angry. Hangry, they call it. When you are, you know, very agitated because you're hungry, you get mad. And if you get mad at people, it's better that you didn't fast. If your midos are going to become worse, he says then it's not worth it to fast in the first place because the whole goal is through fasting to become a better person. It's better that he not do any of that and that he does the right thing. So again, fasting through introspection. And so we've seen a few models. Is it fasting because of sacrifice? Is it fasting as Yisurim? Is it fasting as uh, a, a moment to be introspective? And we have other sources that point in that direction as well. But there's one final thing I wanted to share with you. And the, the uh, Gemara says in Brachos, The reward of fasting is giving tzedakah. Meaning, the major way of receiving reward on a tainus is by giving tzedakah. So one leads to the other. Rashi says something very interesting. So it could just be like this idea, you know, you're not focused on yourself, you're focused on others. But I just want to read to you Rashi. What, what do you think that means? You give tzedakah. Rashi says, no, it's more than that. It's not just the reward of you uh, giving tzedakah generally, but it's the tzedakah that you give the afternoon of a fast towards the meal of those who might not have enough food to break their fast on. So in that moment of hunger, right, you're focused not on the fact that you're so hungry and it's all about you, like relating to you, Rabbi Huda HaChassid, who says, it's, uh, don't get angry because you waste the, waste the whole purpose. But as I'm focused and as I'm hungry, and as I'm thinking about entirely what I need, that's exactly when I'm supposed to be thinking of others. It's the empathy that's supposed to be kicking in. And perhaps the idea over here and what Rashi is really saying is the real goal of Tanis is to understand what it feels like to suffer. Not just you like we saw before, but also to understand and be empathetic of the suffering of others, to think about how you're going to help them. That, whatever it is, our atonement today should be complete, and may the fast of the 10th day of Tevas become a celebration in the future. Have a great day and a good fast.